I'm sort of a master of distraction. Welcome back to Distraction, and this will be the last time that I actually say that, because we are leaving our name behind, and we are moving on to a new name, so this is a farewell tour to uh, Distraction itself. It was a fun while, lasted about two years or so for Distraction. Yeah, yeah, because it was what, October of 18? Yeah, we did a trivia question for that. Yeah, I think it was October of 18, because it was like right after Thanksgiving. Or, yeah, that, that's uh, that's called um, Halloween. <laughs> yes, it is called Halloween. It'd be fun if they switch, but yeah, that's this is uh, the end. Sixty-six episodes deep. So I don't know if we're just going episode sixty-seven or not. That's up to producer Tim, whoever makes this next document. Now we're but going we number one. To... Nice full, full reset. Uh, but I want to get to a hundred, or like just three more episodes. That's yeah, what I said originally, and he oh. he said no. He said it's got to be a round number. I'm like, well, it could be round. Well, numbers are round. Okay, well, th- <laughs> now it will. It, when we say our topic of discussion tonight, it'll make more sense to be the last one because we are doing series and season finales, talking about our best and worst, you know, uh, memories of finales that we've had. And I thought it was a good tie-in to do it for our last episode of the Distraction Podcast. So I think this works out for my favor in this one. Remember when you said there was no rules? Why don't we just start it over and it's just like episode 101? I want like to get to 100. 100. Why don't we just call next episode 100? What about chapter two? <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out. That's, that's Whoever makes the document gets to decide. So okay. we are moving on distracted and confused. And once again, we are confused. We are distracted half the time. So it worked <laughs> out perfectly. So well, I think Owen, Owen was the episode that kind of got our ideas flowing. So we thank him for that. And so we will get into our guest, our last guest, I guess. Uh, it's Dan. It's Gambling Dan. Welcome, Dan. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Glad to uh, show up to the the funeral. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a celebration um, that, of life, Dan. Yeah. Actually, it is. I think yeah. it's uh, it's Life Day, which is a Star Wars holiday. If you remember the oh. the universally panned Star Wars special, I'm sure you've all seen it. Yes, of course. <laughs> anyway. Dan has also been the host of our Game of Thrones podcast, uh, and uh, yes, yeah, if you did. If you don't know Dan, that this is him. So Dan, uh, <laughs> what have you been up to in the wa- the world of watching stuff? I you said that really name the Game of Thrones podcast. Uh, there's a name to it. I don't know. I was kidding. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know it. I was like, shit. Did we have one? <laughs> yeah. Um, what have we been watching? We haven't been watching a ton. Um, Jordan uh, just hooked us up with a an account. We just started watching Ted Lasso on Saturday night, I want to say. I uh, watched the first five episodes of that. Awesome. I think you guys talk about that on this show a lot, so I'm not going to go into too much detail. Yeah, Ted Lasso and the boys. I recommend. Very positive. Um, super fun. Um, I, I don't know if I mentioned this last time I was on. We watched Yellowstone the first two seasons recently. Um, the third season is coming back to Peacock on the 22nd, so we'll be watching that soon. What is Yellowstone? I never even heard of it. It's Jake Cutler's oh. favorite show. That's true. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's about like the valley and like country stuff. I don't know. 
Kevin, what yeah, it's, um, it's Kevin Costner. He's like this filthy, filthy rich rancher in Montana. Um, he owns, I don't know, let's say a hundred thousand acres of land. Um, and he's like, you know, has cowboys work for him and stuff. Then there's like rich yuppies moving into the area. And then there's also like the native Americans want their land back. So he's got like battles with that. It's really good. I, I it's actually super, super good. Um, it's on Paramount network, but if you have Peacock, uh, you can watch it there. Um, it's really good music too. Okay. Um, I'll put it to the waiting list. Movies, couple movies that are pretty similar. We watched, or I watched Borat Two and Fruitvale Station. Um, so those movies are super good. Um, Borat Two not as good as the first one. I don't know if you guys talked about that one um, at all. Uh, we we yeah. mentioned the first one a little bit. Sorry, Jordan. No, I was just saying. Yeah, we uh, we did mention. I think I summarized like when Owen was on. We talked about Borat Two. Yeah, yeah, and I mentioned I watched Borat One, which were like I didn't even see Borat Two yet, but like it's I our kind of point to the whole thing was people who watch Borat Two realize how more messed up this whole thing is, like the stories and what he does and gets himself into. There's a lot more of like today's society kind of thing. So that's what I know of it without seeing it. Yeah, some of the behind the scenes stuff too. I think he was on like uh Kimmel or or one of those I think it was uh well whatever it doesn't matter he was on some he was, late he was night on show. with the jimmies no actually it was um no it was um what's his face colbert colbert um, yeah that's he that's definitely more his speed yeah he showed a clip of him doing um like the scene where he goes and sings at the like i don't know it was a gun rights rally oh yeah, oh, yeah. and like somebody figured out it was him and they had to like sneak him out in an ambulance and He's great. Like Sasha Baron Cohen is nuts. Um, his daughter in that movie is awesome. Like she's really good at improvising too. Um, I forget what her name is. T- Tabor or something. Ah, whatever the hell her name to, was. To build on that story you said about him like being snuck out by the ambulance. That I remember that clip going around on social, um, kind of when it was shot, and it was like this you know this magma rally that they were at, and you know somebody caught that it was him, but then somebody also caught that they went back posing as a news crew asking if you saw Sasha Baron Cohen and he was the cameraman. So he came <laughs> back in your face with a camera and said, did you see Sasha Baron Cohen around here? That's and, awesome. Like people still didn't figure it out. Eventually I think, you know, it showed up on the internet, but um, it's outrageous on all the characters that he got away with. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, the, uh, Tim usually talks about this, but I'll just say it. Uh, lots of sports. Football, Masters was last weekend. Um, don't have to watch the Bears this weekend, which is going to be – I'm really excited for. Um, yeah. So that's – I don't know. I feel like I said enough. I watched yeah. some stuff. Yeah, and I was I was going to say – I have been – I don't say sports now because I, I said it for like four weeks straight. Like I haven't watched anything <laughs> but sports. So it was kind of getting old for when I said it. But, yes, we uh, the Masters was a big week, and Dan won some money in our group um, thing. So he did a very good job doing that even though he complained about having the first pick and then still winning. So it is what it is. But, um, yeah, I watch sports, and that's about all I watch except for the good old Mandalorian. But I'll let Jordan go first with um, his one thing he watched other than Mandalorian just so we can kind of sink that I in I got there. two things on there. Okay. Let's hear him. So two comes after one. But um, I watched Auntie Donna's Funhouse. Um, it is absurd. It's just obnoxious, like, skit comedy. Um, from these Australians that's on Netflix. 
It's uh, oh, what was that? I think you should leave. Did you ever watch that? No. Yeah, I think you should leave on Netflix. It's like this old SNL writer. There's a lot of memes that go around. Like, there's a uh, one skit where he's like in a hot dog costume, like in the hot dog, the Wiener Mobile crashes through somebody's house, and he's like, "I really got to figure out who did this," kind of thing. Never seen that meme? No. Okay. So, you obviously have not seen that show. This is in the Correct. same sense of humor, so that also didn't land with you. Um, it's just there's a lot of really dumbness to this um, show, and you're just like sitting through. I'm sorry. What is going on? Why are you talking to me? I can't hear you. I'm saying this is a kids' show made for adults. It's okay, the go, thing go away. Seen. Sorry, I was distracted and confused by my wife. Um, there we go. It's, Sabrina describes it as a kid's show for adults with potty humor. Um, basically, they just they run around and they sing like dumb stuff and just really terrible skits, but then they break the fourth wall by like almost acknowledging how horrible that skit was and just completely flipping the scene on its head that you kind of don't expect in a way. So it's... It's entertaining. There's a lot of it where you're like, I know I have to sit through the stuff that they even know is god-awful to get to the punchline. Um, after that, I watched On the Rocks. It's a movie on Apple TV. Plus? Plus? Um, I thought it was pretty good. It's um, It's got Bill Murray and... Am I blanking on her name right now? What? Something called God, you guys are talking over each other. Karen Bellapelli. That's, that's that's not accurate. What are you talking about? It's oh, Rashida that's her. Jones. That's Rashida Jones. Uh, that's why you're throwing me. I'm like, that's not her name. I'm like, why are why are you saying this to me? Um, yeah. So Rashida Jones. It's it's pretty good. Um, it's a it's more or less a, a father daughter relationship movie that's dealing with more intimate stuff. It's it's, it's an indie flick. Um, Nothing that I would say rush out to go watch, but it's it's a good watch, and Bill Murray is very good Bill indie movie Bill Murray in it, which I think explains itself. Yeah, that makes sense. Perfect. I think we're moving on to The Mandalorian really quick. Is that a correcto mundo? Correcto mundo. Hey, perfect. And uh, Dan did not see the last episode, but Dan, have you been keeping up with the show in general? Yeah, but I'm gonna mute myself and uh, let you guys talk. So okay, get, we'll get. Well, you should mute. Out. You should mute us too. Yep, I'm going to. Bye bye. <laughs> okay, they all die. Oh, God. everybody's dead. Okay. God, that was such a brutal episode. <laughs> so uh, it was so short too. I I was surprised how short it was. Was it? But, I think to me, I don't know. Maybe it felt. Yeah. My Al came home in the middle of it. All of a sudden, like he sat down and also he sat down for five minutes. So I'm like. It's over. Oh, there's the credits. Like, just felt like it was just over, and nothing really happened that I really got uh, me going for that. So I feel like yeah, a lot more happened in the episode, but still not a very you yeah. Like I have to, it, it should form. be it should be like an hour long episode. Like when you're when you're giving the amount that you did in that and the storyline that they were trying to hit, I think it could be it could be a very good hour long episode to really dig into it more. But they really do hand wave and breeze over really big things like there's huge things about you know mando it was actually part of a cult section (laughs) like yeah that's huge and we just kind of like hand waved at it because like super nerds were like that's not true mandalorians take their helmets off all the time like what what is this weird thing that 
like his group says. So we were, that was always yeah. like a big thing in the Star Wars community. Like, why can't he take his helmet off? And I'm pretty sure that was probably written into the script to explain why uh, Pedro Pascal couldn't be on set. But it's interesting. Yeah, it, 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 they definitely did glass over it. And, like, I always am confused because when The Mandalorian started, it was always about not knowing you can watch this without and no not knowing anything about star wars that was kind of the whole thing sure then boba fett came, fett came along really quick in the the second season where i was like okay i didn't really know him that well and then i was curious if i was supposed to know the mandalorians that were in this episode from past season or past things that have happened in the show where i was like are they new or am i just like not getting these star wars nerd people who like are the characters that i just don't know who they are so see i i felt like they towed a very good line those characters the specific middle the main character with the red hair she does have a Mm -hmm. very deep background in the star wars cartoons actually gotcha Um, you didn't really need to know that and i feel like they're going to do a better job of continuing to explain that you didn't really need to know that but I, I didn't feel like they put too much weight on her or assumed that the audience needed to know her background. Correct. But like after the Boa Fett thing where I kind of missed it, just because I'm like this oblivious yeah. to things sometimes, I'm like, do I need to know these people? Like, So I almost want to watch with Nerd Al so he can tell me, like, Al, did I miss? Like, please tell me what happened here Like sometimes. But I, yeah. um, no, I, I think it was fine to watch when I was alone and I could understand the whole episode from start to finish. too. Right. Though, so. You could still understand it. But I think if you had the background knowledge of who those characters were and what she's actually at, like she mentioned, she's actually after the, the, that dark lightsaber that, uh, yeah, correct. Yeah. She's going to get it. Yeah. Right. So that's a big storyline that has to do with the Mandalorians and their home planet. And she's technically, mm-hmm. um, in line to be the ruler there and was at one point, so there is a lot of there's a lot more Game of Thrones aspects when it comes to the the Mandalorians and who own who's in charge of what territories and a lot of family allegiances and things passed yeah. down. A lot of that jargon is in there. So, um, so uh, they already split too. Like so he's like, I got to learn mission to do anyway, so I'm peacing out. So they right. they broke up pretty like quick, and then he got back to uh, Baby Yoda, and then pretty much back to his new mission to find the Jedi. That's kind of what we're... Correct. And so the one person that he... So the that Mandalorian, her name is Bo-Katan, she said, you need us to find Ahsoka Tano. She will... So to most people, they're like, okay, that's, yeah. a, that's a weird name. Um, to Star Wars nerds, that is a freak-out name, because that is probably the biggest character in all of Star Wars, which we've touched on when, when Al and Chris come on the show and, and you've mm-hmm. tuned out. Um, <laughs> that character is probably the biggest Star Wars character that has never showed up in a movie or a live action thing. Oh. She's actually Anakin Skywalker's Padawan. She's a huge deal and a, she's intertwined in a lot of the events that just don't show up in the movie. So to actually see her on screen has a lot of people very geeked. So She's supposedly rumors are that that character will get her own series. Um, it's a wait and see, but it probably will be an important episode, and all your nerd friends will probably be geeking out. Yeah, let's say I I miss stuff like that all the time, but I'm very okay with that. I, it's good yeah, to catch I don't think you need to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I no, I, I still enjoyed it. I was like, it's kind of I got there's like I said bullet points where you I mean, they're with the Mandalorians. They go he goes leaves and pretty much not onto the next mission kind of thing. Like I didn't. Right. Yeah, it's definitely like an old western the way they're doing this, which I I'm I like, but I I am getting a little wistful that they would go back to a, a linear story a little bit closer to that. But what are you gonna do? Yeah, I'm at, I'm I'm still excited for the rest of the season. I think like 
for like is it an eighth episode season again? I think I would think so. I think like last first season, like when I thought it was a little slower, even though this season, like the first two episodes have been full of action, like for sure, but episodes like six, seven, eight, or even sometimes five really kind of right. heat up and kind of you see that linear story where it's all consistent with each other more than episodes one through five, in my opinion. So I think around five to eight, we'll, we're going to pick up, like you said, the storyline yeah. that you want to see be more consistent, I think. So we can kind of leave it here if you want. Um, the next episode is supposed to have Grief Karga and Cara Dune, which were the two characters that were with him in that final six, seven, eight stretch last year. Yeah. Um, having those characters back that you already know you're not having to be reintroduced, hopefully they can forward some of the story advancement quicker there because you don't need to take the time to introduce somebody. Correct, yeah. So maybe maybe you do get your wish there. Nice. And then we'll wave Dan back in and get them back in the situation and tell them everyone dies. Let's see when he gets back. Yeah, there was so much blood. Yeah, everyone died. It was great. Oh, Dan's back. Okay. Perfect. (laughs) Welcome back, Dan. Uh, We got our Mandalorian talking. Pretty much let Jordan nerd out more than I did. So we will move on to the news now and get that started up now. And now it's time for news. Of course, no one can see this news program, so it doesn't really matter what we say. And we're not talking about Huey Lewis in the news. But I think Huey has a far more bitter, cynical sense of humor. We're talking about facts. You can't handle the truth! So, I found a lot of stuff for news this week. We will probably only talk about a fourth of this. Uh, Starting off the top, Conan O'Brien's TBS talk show will end in 2021. Uh, he will be moving to an HBO Max series. Uh, Jonah Hill is set to direct a documentary on therapy produced by Joaquin Phoenix for Netflix. Uh, Space Force Season 2 has been confirmed for Netflix. Uh, there is no release date at this time. It uh, uh, looks like we have some other information added that I did not add. There is a trailer for the challenge on MTV, which starts on December 9th. Uh, I don't know where that came from. We'll move on past it. Uh, WandaVision, which is uh, the Marvel TV series for Disney+, Plus, starring Wanda and the Vision, um, finally got a release date, and it is January 15th, 2021, so pretty close. Uh, there is a Tom and Jerry live-action movie trailer. Uh, another trailer would be the Netflix um, original movie, Pieces of a Woman, which stars Vanessa Kirby and Shia LaBeouf. Um, there is a trailer for a... A thriller called Don't Tell a Soul, which stars Rain Wilson. Uh, and a another trailer for Safety, a movie on Disney Plus about the Clemson football team and one of its players. Dan, anything stand out to you? I actually prepared. I watched all the trailers. Um, so I'm just going to give quick hits because I don't think any of this stuff is that interesting. Um Space Force 2, Season 2, that seems unnecessary. Um, <laughs> boom roasted. Dana uh, could do a boom roasted tour right now through everything. Tom and Jerry live action movie trailer looked pretty stupid. Boom roasted. Boom roasted. <laughs> um, opposite of boom roasted, um, Katie told me that uh, Shia LaBeouf hangs dong and pieces of a woman. Uh, <laughs> Wait. That, so wait, you you teased us at the beginning that you did your your and she gave you like this interesting tidbit. That was it. Fun fact. You said fun. That's all right. Fun for you. Fun. 
<laughs> it's like I remember in, in uh, uh, what movie is it? Forty Year Old Virgin or what movie is it? Knocked Up, I think, where they they make a website yes. for seeing yeah, boobs. Knocked Up. The, I think that was one of our trivia thing. questions on one of the episodes. Was what was the website called? I still don't know. I don't remember Do you know? either. I it okay. was it was something like uh, something with skin. No, uh, Mythic's the real one. Um, oh, is that the real one? Because yeah, they remember they they get all the way through it and then they figured out somebody else had the title. There's already a website called like that does that. Skin what of happened the stars. to producer Tim? Does producer Tim do anything anymore? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe his name will pop up on our <laughs> Google Doc thing. But uh, yeah, we should make one for Schlongs for the for anyone who wants to watch. So that'd be fun. No thanks. Proceed. Proceed, Dan. Um, yeah, I was trying to find the name of the the knockoff. Um, so, Pieces of Woman, Shia LaBeouf, Hangs Dong. Um, don't Tell a Soul actually looks kind of good. Um, I don't know. It looks better than all the other stuff. Um, <laughs> Boom, roasted. Dwight <laughs> stuck in a hole. And they had to figure out if uh, – uh, did you, either of you guys watch this? Yes. Dwight Schrute looks pretty scary in it. Like, he looks like – I was calling him Dwight Schrute at the end of the trailer. Then I'm like, okay, like, I don't – like, he pl- kind of plays a different character, which is good. It's, it's uh, He's a little intimidated in that hole. I think he's an underrated act- actor. Like, he's actually pretty good, but his character on The Office is too memorable that people can't disassociate them. Yes. He's got the Harry Potter complex, which mm-hmm. we will do an episode on. We yeah. The basic premise is these two kids steal from, like, a hotel or a house or something, and Dwight Schrute's chasing them and falls into, like, a well or something. And they got to decide if they're going to – they want to help him, but also if they help him out, like he's he's security, he's going to get them in trouble. So oh, this sounds like an episode of The Good Place. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it was a bear trap. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if the bear. Tra- I don't know what kind of bear trap it was, but it was definitely a trap. Oh, big asshole! Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably trying to catch some bears, but Dwight Schrute sure knows how to fight bears, though, so he'd be okay in that hole. Yeah. If he's gonna <laughs> um, and then safety looks cheesy as shit. Oh my um, gosh. I cannot watch another Disney sports movie in my life. Those are just, they're so cut and dry. Like, yeah, give, how many, me, give me ballers, ballers I, any day of the week where Rock is over <laughs> pop, popping pills and buying NFL teams. That's the kind of football I want on a TV show. So, I mean, but in that trailer, I think they say family five times in the first three seconds <laughs> of the trailer. Yeah. We're a family. Don't you worry. We're a family. A story about Who's a this? family. We're a Clemson. We're a family. <laughs> yeah. Clemson. We're a family. I don't know. It's people that think that... I don't know. <laughs> people are going to love it. It's like a shitty version of The Blind Side. Yeah, that, that's exactly who they... That's what I was thinking. Like, that's who they made it for. Yeah, and they're going to probably rate it R for, like, one... They probably, like, show a gun in a seat or something like that. <laughs> It's a, it's, a, it's a Disney movie. Oh my god! That'll be like the most dangerous thing they do. But yeah, that looks way too cheesy. Um, Dan stole all the glory for him, but I will say, challenge December 9th is going to be awesome. It's good to have uh, another sport back in my life to watch during December. So that's going to be a lot of fun to watch every Wednesday. And then other than that, I bet yeah, Dan pretty much nailed it on everything else. Really? I don't really care. The only, Conan, one thing I was going to say, Conan's a big Jordan, deal. Yes, I do love Conan. I have, I've always been a fan. I'm so happy for HBO series Max, but uh, I don't know if I'll watch a show, but I, good for him, I guess. And then I was going to say, I 
don't watch it much, but I do. He is my favorite late night host. I just don't watch any of them very much. He has a problem booking guests, obviously, because he's on TBS. But I will yeah. watch every time he does like the Conan Without Borders, which obviously is not what it's called. But when he goes traveling around, yeah, I watch just so naturally funny. Yeah, I don't watch any of those like, things live. Everything's on YouTube. Yeah, the one thing I watched of him again that I watched like five times is when. Uh, Kevin Hart and Ice Cube go with him on like a trip with uh, in the car. They just do a bunch of fun stuff. That yeah. was awesome. I forgot what it's called. It's like Lift Lift with Kevin Hart and Ice Cube. <laughs> Very funny. Watch it if you haven't seen it. Um, but Joy, I wanted to mention the challenge thing too. You were almost like a Anchorman Rob Burgundy, where you just said it out loud, but you did think about it before you said it. Which yeah. Is good. Oh yeah. Of course I thought about you, it because like, well, like, I knew what I it. I knew what I wrote, and I'm like, <laughs> like what is this? Yeah, it's not. Said it, so <laughs> thank you for that. Somebody changed my prompter. Yes, and you still did a good job, so I appreciate that. But uh, Jordan, do you have anything to add for yourself? Because I was kind of no. I just wanted to talk about Conan. Really. Okay. That was that was it. Moved perfect. So we will move on from Conan and the news, and we will move on to a smooth, sexy ad. Are we gonna have new ads actually after after? Uh, yeah, maybe. This Probably no, maybe not, maybe not like yeah. like immediately when we change because I got I'm gonna redo the open and all the other hits and everything like that and artwork. So maybe I'll be lazy on the ads. Perfect. All right. So and now we're gonna move on to, after the ads to our discussion of best and worst season and series finales. Let's go. Okay, we're thank you for the clap, Dan. We are moving on to our main discussion of the night. Wit, and I mispronounced some word myself, and we're just talking about that with uh, Jordan's ad. So, we are moving- <laughs> good timing with all of that. Well, we're moving on to our discussion of the most memorable season and series finales that we have. So, um, kind of what I wanted to start with to Jordan is what's like your usual mood for a series finale. Overall, like, and I've seen the finales that we'll talk about later, but series finale, what's like, how do you go into an episode? Do you watch the friends? Are you watching at your house? Like, are you having like uh, a big feast beforehand? Like, what's your series finale looking like at your house? Um, yeah, I, mean, I guess it depends on the show, right? If it's if it's Game of Thrones, I would have loved to have watched that with a large group of people. I don't think we did. Mm. I don't remember what happened, what we did for that. I think that was, we didn't. Um, when did that come out? But okay, so say say it's like The Office. Like I'm probably just gonna watch that when it's on. Like The Good Place, I watched that when it's on. But obviously, that wasn't a ma- a lot of people weren't massively watching it at the same time. Yeah, I think correct. Breaking Bad. I watched with Owen because we were still in college. That we we went out of our way to watch that um, together. But it's so hard because like sometimes you know conflicting schedules. People don't watch finales all live where. I'm just a weird person. Like I need to watch if it's a finale and I, I'm definitely anticipating it. I want to watch it live. Yeah. And like I, for me, my favorite one that I remember like finale was lost. Like I was at my, I was my, our family show. So we watched that like religiously together. So the finale I remember was in my garage. We made a huge dinner that night. We had like ice cream. We all had our chairs outside, like pitch dark, ready for lost for the like live finale. So it was a, that was a big, big night for us. But I want to ask Dan too. On this, like, you can answer the same question as well. But are you like ner- Like, it depends on the show. Are you nervous watching? Are you watching like so closely for any details? You don't miss anything, or like, what's your kind of attitude going into it as well? Um, I think that's another thing that depends on the show. Like Game of Thrones, it wasn't even that I was watching so closely because I was worried about missing it. 
and I mean the ship had kind of already sailed at that point, but like I was worried about just like it being awful. And I think that's more the concern. Like sticking a landing is so hard in a show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean we're gonna talk about some ones that did a really good job. Um, but it's it's not an easy thing. So when you go into it, you're like, I hope I hope they've got everything good to go. Like, you know, I, I hope they have it figured out. Um, so that's kind of more of, of what I'm going into. But it, but like on a show like um, you know Parks and Rec or whatever, I'm not that worried about the ending. I, you know, it's mm-hmm. not. It's it, it definitely if it's a serious show where there's a lot of loose ends to tie up, I'm worried that they're not going to do it. If it's just a comedy or whatever, then yeah. It's, doesn't matter too much yeah exactly i was gonna say the same thing like comedies you know you can just watch pretty freely any serious show like it needs that ending to make it like a really good show and like i said we're gonna get into all that too um and i think that i'm trying to think of my next question here before jordan but i think we can just jump into it jordan do you have anything else to add on your general theme of finales um before we start this um no i, th- I think we can dive into more specifics you know yeah as we get there. Perfect. So, yeah. So get down to the point of like a, a finale meaning so much to a show. I think that one season um, or one show, Dexter was the best, one of the best season finales in season four, where it just like was shocking. It meant a lot to me because it was just the, a great season from start to finish. But the series finale of that show kind of ruined its legacy of being a good show. It almost has that like bad taste in your mouth where right. it just kind of ruined it. And people just had that like now it's technically not a series finale because they're coming back now, but that sour taste in your mouth you it was a bad season from start to finish, so it never really got to take off. And now everyone knows it at the show with a bad series, bad season like for the most part. So um, I hope they do get to redeem themselves from that season. But the series finale and everything with that show last that last season was awful. Yeah, I mean you build up all this drama and all this care like you're invested in these characters when you've gone through however many seasons of it that you just need it to end on a note that's satisfying that you, that you closed up everything and it makes sense. I mean, I don't think most people, if you're going to challenge somebody and you're going to, you're going to do a finale that nobody saw coming odds are people are going to be pissed off. But if you, Uh if you, I personally feel like if you wrap it up in a way that makes sense for the character, makes sense for the show, even if it's not, shocking and it's not like one of those oh my god the greatest episode of all time if it wraps up the show and saves it and just says yeah that's that makes sense that's where we thought the character was going all along because if you've been if you've been following along for 10 episodes over eight years 80 episodes yeah like you kind of have to know where the show's going and where it makes sense for the characters to land right Mm -hmm. if somebody all of a sudden just throws in a curveball the odds are it's not going to be very good. And I think that's what they try to do with Dexter is they try to throw this fucking curveball in. And it's just <laughs> like you're outsmarting yourselves because you thought that it had to end some way different. No, like yeah. Dexter just needed to fucking die, kill him, and like let it yeah. be that. The worst part about it, too, is like if Dexter comes back and has another bad series finale, like just doubles down on terribleness, like they have a big expectation to – end it the right way now so i'm curious how they do that whether it's either someone dying again or like just something that's kind of drastic but still makes more sense though so i hope they get it right when they have the redemption I'm, do you care though or are you gonna watch it yeah i'm a big dexter i've always been a big dexter fan so i, lo- I loved I'm, it but then i feel like i have to go rewatch to like remind myself whatever who everybody was and what all the complexities were and yeah. i don't want to go yeah. through all that again 
I guess so. I, I get the point, but I'm in. I'm a, I'm a fan, so um, I'm in for it. So I do want to ask the question, and Dan gets first uh, guest as as dibs or whatever you want to call it. Um, is there a show like like I have where it's a great show, you loved it, but the, the series finale or even the last season kind of tainted his reputation? Okay, you so know where he's to- going. He's already yeah. laughing because he's like, you're going to ask me about Thrones when I come on, aren't you? Like, you just set him right up for it. We just had an entire, like, what, what do we do, seven podcast episodes on how much that season sucked? Well, ask, ask him a Jordan, positive I, question. I didn't ask you, Jordan. I'll, I'll answer the question. No, Jordan <laughs> me, was like, hey, man, do you want to come talk about uh, series finales? I know you really like uh, another show we'll talk about in a second, um, the series finale. And I just I was like, I know you just want to bring me on to get riled up about Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to be coy here. I was. Um, I was not thinking about that until you said it. I'm like, oh, yeah. That is, this well, is a doubly good ask for you to come on. So, so to answer your question, Tim, Game of yeah. Thrones, <laughs> last two seasons sucked. Um, you were talking about just like uh, – or series finales, but you talked about season finales. Winds of Winter, like the, the one-two punch of the end of season six, which was Battle of the Bastards and Winds of Winter, that was freaking awesome. That was like – the the crescendo of the show it was all downhill from there but uh so there's some positive um but yeah the the end of thrones was immensely disappointing that's kind of like what we were talking about a minute ago where you're going in you're like i really hope they figure out how to stick this landing and then it's like watching the olympics and the like gymnast knees both blow out as she like (laughs) yeah and like then somebody comes and shoots her on the ground or something like that was how bad that was yes that, no, it was twenty to three blown lead kind of. Thing. That yeah. show was so set up to to like if you just landed that in like a very respectable way that everybody knew how it should have gone, and that's the problem, right? There was so much theory and so much else that went into that show that everybody knew the characters, the background, how it really needed to end to fill prophecy, and instead they tried to get over creative, like I said, and stick a middle finger to all the stuff that they've built up over the last however many episodes, and it failed. I will. D and D, Dave Benioff and Dan Weiss or DB, whatever their names. I will give them this like little bit of credit. They didn't sign up to write the show and write new material. They signed up to adapt a book series. Um, George right. R. R. Martin is uh, what Winds of Winter. Um, they've been people have been waiting on Winds of Winter the book for like eight years now, nine years. And I think the problem is, like, Jordan, you were mentioning a minute ago, there's, like, a logical way that a show ends. And if somebody throws some crazy curveball at the last minute, it doesn't make sense. But that's kind of been George's thing is, like, oh, I'm subverting expectations. You don't know where I'm going. But at some point, you if you build a story, you have to go there. Otherwise, right. it sucks. Foreshadowing is um, only foreshadowing if it foreshadows. Yeah. so You, like, you lose you all that. You can't build up Jon Snow as your hero for, I don't know, probably like 5,000 pages of books and, you know, all these seasons. And be like, yeah, no, but we don't really care anymore. Like, there's just things you can't do. Right. Um, Everybody expects him to kill the Ice King, so now we can't do it. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's their fault because I think they definitely could have taken more time and tried to do a better job. They rushed it because they wanted to go do their – uh, what, what if the South won the Civil War? And well, they Star wanted Wars. to do Star Wars, yeah, and they're gone from that. 
Yeah. And then so, I think they signed the Netflix deal and they're off of that now too or something else. Oh, like wow. they're bouncing around like crazy just like they but they've been catapulting upwards in like deals that they're signing. It's well, not uh, anymore, but um <laughs> so I as awful as what they did was um as bad as it was like they signed up to adapt a show not to write right. um, new material and George should have had more oversight and George should have wrote the books. Um so that I will give them credit for that, but like them saying instead of what the last two seasons were thirteen episodes. Imagine if they had seven more hours to develop mm-hmm. a plot. If they just did yeah. two ten episode seasons, like so that part yeah. is unforgivable. Um, yeah, so everyone mission accomplished. <laughs> everyone, everyone came into the season like even like after a couple episodes, knowing they're going to make fun of it and kind of expecting the worst. Like that Starbucks thing that happened too at the cup. Like how do you guys like? minor details they were missing that made them look so bad and and even going to the last episode like okay some like can they really wrap this up now i don't i don't really believe in them as i once did so yeah it was a uh, a sour taste in the mouth for sure it's so uh, think- yeah i think we've we've beat that one into a grave a couple times so Oh, I did want to mention something too. Uh, season, sorry, the, the, more of a positive note, I guess. Season six, episode ten, the winner of the wins one was a great episode. I don't know if you guys any did stuff like this, but we did a death pool for um, Game of Thrones, and that like last episode had so many deaths, and um, and I going to the last scene of the show, like I, I think it's Septim Unella or something like that, was like on like the board, ready to be killed, and pretty much they left it at a cliffhanger for that if she really died or not so it left our death pool in the standings like that was a big point swing if uh that was actually one or not so that was a very big uh episode for us for death pool did i win that i don't remember because i i don't remember honestly yeah me either but yeah it was a fun time death pools are cool and especially when there's wildfire <laughs> involved so, um, Jordan, since, you know, we did a couple of ours, you can give us either a disappointing one or you can lift the spirits of the room a little bit let's, and give us some good ones, too. Let's go back up. Let's lift it back up. All right. <laughs> All right. So, and just to keeping in in concert with what the point I was trying to make, let's say Breaking Bad, right? That ended in a way that everybody saw it ending, right? Did you? Did anybody walk out of that thinking, wow, I'm surprised that, you know, Walt, you know, died. You knew from the very first episode Walt was going to die. Like, they tell him, like, in the opening scene, you're going to die from, like... Mm-hmm. So it, it ends the way it should end. It it ended in the way that his character is continuously moving toward. It ended violently because that's the, you know, everything made sense. Everything made sense for the characters that were involved. You didn't subvert expectations. That's fine. Nobody sits and says that that finale was the best episode of the series, but it doesn't need to be because you're not you're not looking to develop a character. You're looking to end their arc. So, let's. You're never reading like a book and you're like, wow, the, the last pages of the book with that character really fucking changed. That's just not how it happens. You're trying to yeah. conclude a storyline. So, as far as landing the plane and making sure that all the brilliant work that they put before it. Breaking Bad did an excellent job because it still had its tense moments. It's still must watch, but it ended in the way that built, that supported everything that it built. Yeah, and even like with the not like you say like it, it did have an ending. They still kind of left us 
more to taste with uh, El Camino too. They right. say, hey, if you didn't want more Aaron Paul, we got more Aaron Paul for you, so we'll get it done with that. So they still, I think they didn't need that, and I think El Camino was just very average, but they did do it for the service of the fans for wanting to see more of that, which was nice of them. Yeah. I think the, the through line on what makes a good finale typically, and I mean, I'm sure this isn't in every case, is one, the show doesn't outstay its welcome. Um, right. Or it's welcome. And two, what really is the best thing is when you, you know how it ends when you start it. And from what I understand, that's the Vince Gilligan with Breaking Bad had his full arc and maybe not the, the specifics of every single detail. Right. He knew where he wanted to go and how it wanted to end. Right. Whereas there's shows that they'll have three seasons worth of material and they'll know how they want to end. But then it's a hit and the network says, all right, well, we want six seasons. And then they're just stretching crap which, out for this. Which I think Dexter actually did do. Like season four, I think, was supposed to be its grand finale. Ah. And then it got picked up because the ratings went through the roof. And so yeah, they had so to keep I- going. Then they're scrambling, trying to figure stuff out. And it's like, well, you're going to come up with crap if you had this, you know, nice, beautiful uh, storyline. And there was a, a final, there was a finale to it. Now you're just like, right. oh, I don't know. We're going to add in a plot about this or, you know. Yeah. Jordan, and Jordan, I have a question to ask kind of going off topic a little bit. So I think I read this and maybe you're a little more familiar with it. How I Met Your Mother, they decided their ending around season two of the show is that correct have you heard that before is that correct i knew it was very early on i thought it was yeah i thought it was before they even finished they knew where it was yeah it was going um and who he was going to end up with ultimately um still didn't make it any better but (laughs) i think they had to they had to do it early because they had to film the kids right um Oh, that's it, that, yeah. that's exactly true. Yep, you're right. Because they, they, the kids aged out of those roles, so all of the shots with the kids sitting down were shot within season one, and I think over the course yeah. of that year before they aged out of it. Yeah, they had to, they couldn't have them aged because the show went what like nine seasons or something. Yeah, um, yeah, they couldn't have them nine years older still listening <laughs> to the story and be like, wait, yeah. Jesus, Dad, won't you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you guys watch um, the second, the Haunting of Bly Manor? No, not yet. Okay, well, it's it, the without spoiling anything. There's like the overarching like way they tell the story is this lady's like, oh, I have a long story to tell, and they're like, uh. <laughs> nine hour story. Yeah, <laughs> and all I could think is like, if I was in this group and he's like, I have, I have a long story, I'd be like, oh, okay, it'll be like five, ten minutes. And you're sitting there for nine hours. That'd suck. Um, and that's kind of how these kids probably felt. Well, if it's a good story for nine hours, it'd be pretty cool. Like, it was just an awesome story, but you never know. So, uh, I definitely do want to watch that still, though. It'll be good. Um, but I do kind of have like I like the idea of shows ending early, though. Like you said, Dan or Andy in the right place. I know that Kenny Powers did this, and once again, I forgot his name. Danny McBride did this with that uh, Vice Principal show before mm-hmm. it even started. He's like, right. "We're doing two seasons. That's it. Like, we're not going to try to extend it out to this full show. We're doing two scenes. We're going to go on and move on to a next project." So I do like that approach to it. Right. Obviously, you don't want to you don't want to like a low you'd want to go you want an eight season show like to be successful and be like a a cold classic kind of show too but um it's good to have those you know self-awareness of what you should be and not extend yourself too long and and um 
the good place, which we all really liked, that was in the same boat. They said, this yeah. is how long we're going. The network really loved it. They loved the ratings. They wanted more. And we said, no, this is where it's ending. We know where it's going. So, yeah. same, same boat. And I, I, think, I think that um, I, series finale was fine. The season one season finale, I think, was one of my favorite, like, that first season was awesome, and the series season value of that season one was awesome too. I thought, and really like put like oh shit kind of moment. Yeah. So I think. But that, could you like, imagine if the whole series ended with that cliffhanger? Like you just you just <laughs> can't do that. Like if you ended the entire show with such an ultimate cliffhanger of oh no you're not in the good place you're in the bad place like what the f- like that's not how you end a show like there's no growth yeah. there there's no nothing so like. I personally, I, I think that the they landed that plane really well as well because yeah. it was kind of the overarching arc with a, with a lot of sitcoms, right? They, they end with accepting goodbyes, right? And just coming to terms with like, hey, we've moved on. This has been great, uh-huh. yeah. but it's time to go. And I think that The Good Place does that same thing, obviously more in an existential way of like, you know, with your actual life. Whereas like, if you're going to talk about, um, new girl, it is, they needed, they all needed to move out. And, you know, Winston's greatest prank of all time was faking an eviction <laughs> note that they all had to leave, but it, and they all had to accept like, Hey, it's just time to grow up and go. So yeah. I think that that's, uh, the good place did a really good job of taking that similar idea, but making it, you know, existentially match what the rest of the show about is being a good person, accepting, you know, your faults and how to grow and evolve and, you know, move on. Yeah. Just a solid show. Like all their episodes, episode seasons were all like, like very good, very well done. So I never really had a, a dull spot this or any negative things to say about the show. So well done on that point. Um, and I was, I was thinking of last man on earth too, Jordan, cause we were given like they ended on a season finale and we never got to figure out what was going to happen next because they canceled the show. So that kind of like waiting to see what happens next and they never got that chance to tell her story sucks. So I, I hate when a show gets cut off like before it even gets to tell a story. Yeah. I just added to the outline freaks and geeks was this. Oh, right. Got cut after the first season. Um, before they could finish their, their big stories. I wonder what network that was on. Cause like I've obviously never saw it live. Who fucked up and canceled that show? <laughs> I believe it was NBC. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, um, and another show. Another show too. Uh, if you want to finish that thought, that or do you have anything else on Freaks and Geeks? No, no, no. Okay. Cause I was to say too, uh, Community got canceled as well, but then was brought back from the dead by Yahoo and was able to finish their whole, you know. T- their whole show, you know, the six scenes in a movie quote. So obviously, a movie's still waiting. But Hulu. I had, what? Hulu, not Yahoo. No, Yahoo. Yahoo was the one who brought him back. Really? I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was Hulu. I'm pretty sure it's Yahoo. I, I, All right, I'm not I'll, def- a, I'll default. To, I'll default to you in community. Okay, appreciate it. And so I picked one of my season finales that were my favorite was um, season two. They did paintball for the second time. It was fantastic. Yeah. So. I always love a good paintball episode, and once again, um, just yeah, fantastic. It helped. Uh, I'm trying to the Russo brothers get Marvel movies. Yeah, it's yeah. If you actually look at that, not to go off tangent, the amount of like people that did a Marvel movie that were had some sort of major hand in a sitcom, um, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, I love it. And, and Tim 
uh, producer Tim wanted to mention Marvel and it's ending too, I guess, something like that. So we're shouting out Marvel too. Or yeah. The Avengers I'm still kind of throwing in a, uh, that is a movie trilogy <laughs> series, not a TV series. Yeah. No rules though. Like we said, yeah, I, Marvel's not I, really done though either. As much as that, that arc ended, it's not done. I mean, we just talked about Wanda and Vision. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. whatever. Yeah, if you're going to do those, I think you give your big smiley face to Lord of the Rings and big frowny face to Star Wars as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's ultimately very true. I don't yes. want to talk about Star Wars. Al will get really mad in the other room. <laughs> yeah, he's like listening to the door. He's like, you haven't talked about Star Wars yet? Um, no, so I, I also, obviously I have to, I think, because I think beginning of this podcast, I mentioned their name every single time was Lost. Um, Lost was like that was that show for me like when I was younger and the one problem was it was spoiled to me when I was like through season four or five because the ending was out there for a while and really obviously yeah and like my um, my cousin told me I'm like that motherfucker like so I I kind of knew remember uh, Dan has not seen it so Okay, perfect. So I didn't, I didn't say anything. I'm pretty sure, but I was spoiled the ending, and it kind of sucked. And I almost thought of it as a rumor still, like watching the last couple of seasons. Um, so I, I did have that mindset, like, okay, I'm open to other ideas too. But I, it was, I was still happy with the ending. Obviously, with the show Lost, because it did get so wild the last two or three seasons, you have all these questions that you want to be answered, and there wasn't enough time to answer those questions, so you're still left with like, answering very detailed, yeah. small, detailed questions, but overall, the format got you to where you want to be, um, so obviously, I won't spoil I, anything. I love that you transitioned from Star Wars to Lost, because J.J. Abrams sucks. <laughs> Yeah, but I was I meant like I just gave so much into that show I could not say a negative thing at the end. I'm like, you know what? I'm fine with it. Like it's good. Like it's not the best, but it's not the worst either. So you know you can you can live happy after that one. Okay, so I when I teased Dan to come on the show, there's one finale that I know he likes very much. Right. Scrubs. Yes. Scrub. Well, technically not the actual series. Yeah, they, that, that's a whole other lane that we should probably go down, but yeah. Yeah, they did a pretend season at the end to try to help out the actors who didn't couldn't get any other jobs. So, uh, But the real season finale, or series finale of Scrubs, um, maybe, probably my favorite series finale. I mean, it's obviously hard to compare that to Breaking Bad. They're very, yeah. very different. But I mean, I mean, you could compare it to like a Parks and Rec or you know How I Met Your Mother kind of thing. As far as sitcoms, because I actually really like Parks and Rec. I've got a smiley face next to Parks and Rec as well. Um, Scrubs a series finale does kind of the two things that I think are great is one, it, it gives you a lot of callbacks to things um, throughout the season. So I don't know if either of you have seen it mm-hmm. or if anybody, but. Like the one of the last scenes is JD walking through a hallway, an empty hallway of the hospital, and in his imagination appears like all these characters who played minor roles throughout the seasons. So like uh, an old woman who um, he treated, who decided she was ready to die, um, she pops back up to ask him like to make references to you know their episode and. Uh, Jill, I think her name was Jill, who died of rabies. She pops back up. Like all these characters, you get a nice callback, and then he goes outside and, um, in his mind, imagines like this uh, it's like flash forward. 
Yeah, like a film reel yeah. of like what future will be like, and him and Elliot get married. They have uh, kids. His son marries Turk's daughter. Like all these things, and he walks out and says, "Like who says that's not going to happen, or that's not how it'll happen?" Like it's just I the next season. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love when you get callbacks to the like old stuff of the show. Like Seinfeld did that. People, I think, hated the Seinfeld finale, but mm-hmm. it was all just callbacks to the old stuff. And then here's what's going to happen in the future because you want to know what happens after the show. That's like mm-hmm. if we talk about Parks and Rec, what I really like is they tell you what happens in the next, you know, yeah. in, in later future. Um, yeah, Scrubs yeah. is Scrubs, my favorite. It's awesome. It's it's just like a perfect ending to a show. You get your happily um, ever after. Yeah. Also, Bill Lawrence is the creator. He's the creator of Ted Lasso as well. Right, which is uh, partly why I was suggesting you to watch it. But I w- didn't. He also do. He did another show with his wife that was um, Cougar, Town. Cougar Town. That was probably not one that we watched. I've seen yeah. some episodes. It's. I don't think we're the target audience. No. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm gonna jump back into Parks and Rec too because I did like that season finale. Like you said, jumping to 2025, whatever it is, trying to see in everyone's future. It made you relax now. Like. And that, that cast is one like I just missed in general. Even like their real life people like are awesome too. I remember the post show. I think it was for Jimmy Kimmel. They they were singing uh, "Bye Bye Little Sebastian," and during the whole song, Aubrey Plaza and Jerry are making out like on stage. Or Jim O'Hare and Aubrey Plaza, yeah. they're just sucking face for the whole song, and everyone's just cracking up, laughing at them. Like that's the that's the kind of cast they were. How close they were. Like their general characters were like. I was like, damn, I'm gonna miss these guys. It like sucks you don't have that to watch. Uh, anymore yeah i i love seeing because you i mean lots of shows that, like that they're like oh i wonder what happens in their future mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that one actually gave you an answer and it wasn't and they were good answers too like jerry becoming the mayor and dying at the age of like 95 or whatever like was a hap you know obviously him dying was not happy but like it was a nice fitting end like it was just ha- everybody like things worked out well and you're just happy when it ended yeah same with I'm the office, like, I would say. The yeah. office kind of towed that line too of, you know, they had their you know their wedding and then they had the the after ceremony where they got to talk about yeah we really loved the, this film crew and what they gave us you know. Meredith was actually going to college the whole time. Just, just. <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool to break that fourth wall idea too. But um, yeah, like office, I don't like everyone fall off fell off the office when Michael left. Obviously, so you kind of it it was more lackluster when it came on i think like i can't yeah. remember if i watched it live H- or not him coming back was definitely a a nice way to tie it all up and it was good that he he did that to come back but that's a yeah, show so that, 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 that ran too awesome. long yes that part was awesome though when he came back I'm like it was an oh shit that's awesome moment so like one other show that's uh run way too long is uh shameless like this season is going to be its its final season but i don't care anymore like, where are you going to end it? Or that you shouldn't have, you should have ended it a couple times before. And that was another one that they thought they were going to cancel. So they set everything up to end, I think, twice now. Like, they were supposed to be off the air and just kept going. So I don't know what they're going to do. But obviously, the, the way they're going to wrap it up is probably not going to be any different than how any other seasons <laughs> ended. Yeah. Are, are there any series finales that you're looking forward to? Like when it obviously some might have for five years, it might happen next year. Like any show that you like, I'm excited to see what their like last hurrah is. 
I mean, everything that I'm kind of into right now is is in its infancy stages. There's nothing that's uh, been on for a longer period of time. Like the big yeah. shows have all ended. Like those shows that I, I would say, religiously tune into are done. I'm gonna say like it kind of comes to a point. Like, which character would you miss that you enjoy watching now? And like, like I said in our notes, like I always studying Philadelphia when they leave like and they're all together the gang doing one last thing together it's going to be a pretty sad but funny moment too like I said to see where they're like what they show in the last episode they do so do they have sure intentions be- of leaving yet I don't think so but like there's always news that got renewed for another season like it's almost like a surprise kind of thing like right I don't you almost need to say it at this point but I hope they keep going but a series finale with them would be awesome still when it does come around when it has to end so, um, Dan, anything, any like season finales that we didn't mention that you wanted to mention at all? Because I have a couple more notables as well for those um, or series. Weirdly, I was I was thinking back to like older shows that I thought wrapped up well, and two that came to mind were Malcolm in the Middle and that '70s show. Um, I don't know if either of you guys watched any of those. Um, I watched both, but I don't remember the series finale for either of them. The Malcolm in the Middle, the only thing I remember is uh, the mom telling Malcolm basically what was going to happen in their futures. And Malcolm was going to become the president and he was going to be like a great president because he came from poverty and stuff. That's all I remember. That 70s show, I remember the last season, um, what's the actor's name? Uh, Topher Grace. Topher Grace, yeah. Foreman was gone. He was in like Africa for the whole last season. Um, and just one thing I thought was cool about the 70s show finale was it took place on December 31st, 1979, New Year's Eve of the end of the 70s. Um, I think Donna was sad about Eric being gone and she had missed, I think she was like dating some, that guy that showed up. I don't know if you think some dude showed up. A blonde guy? Little date, like a surfer? Yeah. Um, but Eric showed back up and like, they had a moment together and I don't know. I remember liking that one. I, I love that. So I mean, that was a really good show. When it yeah. Hot Donna. That, yeah. That, was, that was a very good show. Like I forget. Yeah, like once again, it was, it was one of those shows I just watched casually. I didn't watch like on a, like, Oh, it's on Wednesday night kind of thing, but I always enjoyed watching episodes whenever it's on. So yeah, it's a great show. But yeah. The finale was not like they did a countdown for new year's Eve to the eighties. And that was the end of the show. I remember being like, that was clever. Look at that. Nice. And I mean, I haven't seen this show, but the Sopranos blackout is probably one of the most famous, like things that have happened in a series finale. I haven't, I, I once again, I haven't seen one episode of it, but that blackout is like the most talked about right. finale thing to happen in history. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, ha- I haven't seen it either. I do <laughs> want to maybe get to it at some point, just cause I think some of these series that I missed, you know, I would like to go back to that would be one of them because everybody talks about yeah. I thought my TV was broken. Like everybody in the world was calling their cable company. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I want to watch that. One we didn't we didn't mention was uh, was Friends. It was it it felt a lot like um, the new girl ending of you know everybody's going their separate ways, starting their family, moving out of the city kind of thing. Um, people no longer living in New York. They got to go to Jersey. Uh, and then they always have that iconic shot of like the sets that you remember, like this is the apartment that everybody lived in and now it's empty. Isn't it sad? <laughs> Real yeah. quick, looking at that 70s show stuff, the Randy is the name of the blonde guy who uh, showed up in the last season. It's Seth Meyers' little brother. Yeah, I can see that. Like I, I looked it up and they said he, his name's Josh Myers. I was like, he does look like Seth Meyers. Yeah. 
Sorry. Yeah, I do. I definitely remember the face. I didn't know his name though, but yeah, it's an interesting one. All right, All right. it's my turn. My turn for notables. Why don't you just list it off? Okay, perfect. Little list. Okay, so I'm just doing seasons now. I already did my series. So season seven of Entourage, the ending with Vinny Chase um, getting into a drug habit, crazy ending. Eminem's involved. It was wild. It was just like one of those real moments. Like, oh shit! Like Vinny is not well. You don't see him at his like fullest self. And then also from the uh, the creator of the show, he wanted to kill off Vinny in that episode, Vinny Chase, but. Like Mark Wahlberg told him, "Are you an idiot? Like you can't do that." And then they changed their mind, and didn't kill him off. So they're going to have some dark ending to that episode that has never happened. So he ended up, you know, being okay and having another season. So Entourage, and then um, I said Challenge th- season thirty-two. Of course, I had to mention the challenge. It was one <laughs> episode where a girl who everyone hates in the house and she's awful and she's not good at all. She stole a hundred or not, she stole one million dollars from her partner, and she they won by five seconds in the whole the whole challenge and the only reason they won is because um the other team gave a 10 second penalty to the other team to make them lose so they actually won but they lost because this 10 second penalty that was made up so that sucked and then uh that's i think it so perfect so we're wrapped up and uh unless anyone else has morning notables we can go to trivia nope okay so this is between you two, and Dan gets to play because Dan's one suggestion at episode 50 was he wanted more trivia. And then we brought him back on, and we told him no trivia. So I went out of my way to make sure that we got some. And I pitted you against Tim because I thought you should win. Why do I? Can I stop doing <laughs> I want to stop doing trivia. Like, I want to do the trivia Well, questions. then you should probably write some of them. I don't, you never write any. <laughs> That's a good call. Next week, I got you. We're distracted and confused. I am the new trivia host. Okay, we're going to get off on a confusing front. All right. Um, so we're going to play Price is Right rules on this. We're we're going to guess dates. So I want you all to close IMDb, and we're going to I'm going to list a couple TV series, and uh, I want you to tell me what year you thought it ended in. So we're going to start off. Uh, Dan, you get to guess first. The first one will be. The Sopranos. What year did The Sopranos end? It's a good one. This is going to be first to the four correct. First to get four correct. Okay. Perfect. That was, yeah, that show, I don't know how many seasons that show was, but it feels like it's always relevant somehow. So it's hard to tell when it ended and when it was like became a memory to people. Yeah, I'm going to say. 2011. Okay, and Tim? So, obviously, I'm just going to pick under, but if I were to guess a number, I'd probably say 2008. That was my first guess. It's going to be 2008. I'm going to be pissed. That's what I thought when I went up. It is 2007, so point to Tim. Yeah, I was more around that area, but... I would have been under if anything other than 210 would have been under for me. So. I thought we were still in high school, and then I was like, maybe we were in college, but kind of <laughs> I heard people talking about it. So, yeah. Perfect. All right. I'm All first. right. So, yeah, you're first. And what uh, year did uh, Seinfeld end? Oh, wow. That's one another tricky one. I'm going to go with Tim, go with your gut feeling. Yeah, this feels like it's been gone forever. But I'm going to say 2010. 
That seems oh, way up. Under. It's like yeah. 1999 or 2000. Really? Is it really? I don't know. I, I'm just so like I'm trying to think of when I watched it as a kid, but it's I'm like 1998. So yeah, I don't know. I didn't watch Seinfeld, so that's fair. That's fair. It was always on before Simpsons when I watched the kid, but I just don't, I never knew if they're in their end or their middle or just starting. So. It was always after Simpsons at the ten o'clock Simpsons. It followed. Uh, yes, it was always a Simpsons Seinfeld kind of battle. So it, I'm like, it was oh, like five, five o'clock too. That I would I would always turn the Simpsins on at five. five, and five then, yep. yep. Um, okay, uh, Dan. When did Friends go off the air? I hear typing. My hand, hands above the covers. <laughs> <laughs> I've been typing. Okay. <laughs> 2001 okay I like that guess but I'm going to go over by I'm going to say 2003 I'm gonna, but, but I'm just going over it was 2004 damn way all off. right I like no, Dan, I was way I was off 12 years on the I'm up like 5 years still <laughs> yeah in aggregation Okay, Tim. When did How I Met Your Mother go off the air? I think this is one of those 2010 type things. It's right around there. Definitely not 1998, so I'm good with that. <laughs> I'm going to go with 2013. That was going to be my guess. <laughs> Love it. Making him think. Oh, shit. Jordan, before I like stress about this, can you tell me if he's dead on? He's not dead on, but I'm good. I'm hiding my face so I don't give anything away. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought he was highly dead. I thought I was right too because Jordan was quiet. I'm like, I think I got it right. <laughs> I've been quiet this whole time, but okay. I think I need to. I'm not a very good I'll say bluffer. 2014. 2014. Yeah. And you are correct it is 2014 on the dot what a very good line 2013 or that was good Tim. yeah okay here's where we get a little fun i wish it was a show i like actually would know because i could picture where i was in life when these things happened dan when did scrubs go off the air oh Which, which season though uh, oh shit! Um, I might have to throw that yeah, out. Let me give me one second to just Google. Well, that's gonna be tough because. But wasn't the, the other one? The other one was called Med or something Med School. So the, the end of the season that like we talked about. Yeah, but I think that after that, okay. So, all right. So season nine is the is the dumb season. So season eight is what I'm referring to. Okay, so I have my answer. I have the correct answer. So go ahead. I know exactly where I was in life. I just don't know if it was in the spring or the fall. So I'm going to say spring of 2009. Okay, and Tim? Is he dead on? Yeah, he's dead on. (laughs) (laughs) I I guess I should just, yeah. All right, so Tim... Three to one. Went three to three to two. two. Three to two. Three three to two. two. Tim, when did Dexter go off the air? Oh, 
Oh, I like this. Okay, it seems fair, but I yeah. See, I, I, I lined you guys both up, so you got the first guest on I your show. I was at my parents' house watching, um, and we were very disappointed. A lot of <laughs> lot of beer bottles being thrown at walls, stuff <laughs> like that. So that was that. She's been off. Okay, I think this one is. 2015. Okay, and Dan? Am I dead on? 2021. Technically, it hasn't yes. been. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go on there. I see. So, sophomore year, Owen dressed up as as Daxter. Yeah, but that was before it got really popular. <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah. That means it was more popular and before it got bad. <laughs> um, I'll say, is he dead on with 14? He's. Did you say 14 or 15? I think he said 15. He I, said, said, I said 15. Yeah. Oh. So. Is he dead on? He's not dead on. I'll say 14. Uh, it was 2013. Wow, two years off. I feel like mm, that makes sense. I was trying to think about <laughs> I did, I didn't make these up. Out. Like <laughs> I promise. Okay. So, yeah. unfortunately, Dan takes well, unfortunately for you, Dan wins. <laughs> Those last three I just mean like I didn't build important. that up to be like uh as dramatic as I should have in yeah. saying that this is for the win. What other shows did you have? What's that? What other shows did you have? Oh, so I wrote down The Office which is 2013 and Parks and Rec was 2015. Yeah. I think I would have got Parks and Rec right. I probably would have said 2016 for Parks and Rec. Yeah, well, I would have said 2016. But um, yeah, I think that was competitive at the end though. We were both, you know, by two or three, one or two years for the most part at the end of this whole thing. So um, except for my 12 year off. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. said 2010. I was like, <laughs> honestly when a trivia comes on it's just some brain farts here and there I mean, that's a usual thing that happens for uh the little trip tim's trivia conquest so uh dan is the winner you get to do your shout outs first which i guess is a win thing to do so go at it what a treat um i'll shout out uh katie she's hanging out uh she filled me in on on shia labeouf's fun fact so <laughs> really cool of her to let me know um, I'll shout, uh, I'll shout out, uh, Gasser had a birthday the other day, so I'll shout him out and then I'll shout myself out. I also have a birthday coming up. Way to go me. Nice. You're like, you're like Claire giving your, um, yourself her own rose. Like, you know what? I deserve a rose too. I'm like, <laughs> That's a so, finale uh, we should have talked about. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to shout out Jack Black for doing the WAP dance. That was awesome. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it. He did like a TikTok of him just dancing in a like a, a speedo. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, shout out Brie Larson. She also did a cool dance like to the Black Sheep. I guess that's from uh, her movie she did that I didn't see. Um, you know what movie I'm talking about? Black Sheep or something like that. I don't know what it was. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Here or there. And I'm going to shout out Dan because I can. Thanks, dude. Yep. Awesome. What a rhyme. All right. Um, shout out to Sabrina for making a, a weird uh, cameo there at the beginning and throwing me off. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Distraction. It was, we oh, felt yeah. like we hardly knew ye. 
um, and neither did our listeners. And <laughs> shout out to Dan. Wow, Dan, three shout outs. Wow. Glad to show up to uh, the, the final episode. Thanks for having me. Should we shout yeah. out, I guess if like distractions going away, should we shout out, you know, some of the like the old school, the the, the super fans like G Baby, Big <laughs> Yeah, Billy Eichner. Ah, uh, what, Billy Eichner? Yeah, Billy Eichner, G Baby were the, the, the forefront of this. Uh, we had, a little, we had a little Zachary Levi in there for a while. Zachary Levi, yeah. And then we realized he was Robert. definitely not the better Captain Marvel. Yeah, so um, other than that, yeah, that's pretty much it. We, we had a good run, but it's time for a, a greener pasture with the Stratch Thing Confused. Yeah, maybe more, you'll be able to. Up our speed. Yeah, maybe people will be able to Google us now. Mm, that'll Since be fun. 30 so, distraction podcasts. Did, did you guys Google to make sure there's no distracted? Hey, you know what? That? I find I think I just threw it together because <laughs> I was so I just was just dragging her feet and I was like, you know what? Fuck it, we're doing it. I'm calling it this, it's done. And then I looked at it and I'm like, there's a lot of distraction. <laughs> I'm just making sure for the new name. You don't also No, I I oh that one, yes, I did look into. There's there's oh, yes. not one of those. I have one more shout out. Shout out to CameoDigital.com. <laughs> now on sale for $3,000. We had it for a while and we, we got rid of it. Dude, imagine so, how much Cameo would have sold for. Yeah. So we were started the Cameo, went to Cameo Digital. We went to Distraction. Now we're going to Distraction the Confused. Of course, Distraction.com is going to sell. Well, I guess we're not only with Distraction, but it's going to sell. I, yeah, I, I definitely yeah. couldn't get that one. I don't even remember what a website was. I think it was Pod Distraction, but yeah. yeah. There you go. So, like we say every episode, goodbye. Goodbye forever. See ya. Goodbye, everybody. Guess what? I was secretly an undercover rock star this whole time. That was so bizarre. You can subscribe to Distraction anywhere podcasts are found. Make sure you leave a review. Our voiceover guy still isn't getting paid. Wait. I'm not.